Hello and welcome back to the BS Report. This is Brady and Scott uh, from Freedom Physical Therapy Services, where we help you enjoy more freedom. And today we are back with our, uh, you know, bi-weekly-ish podcast <laughs> during the yeah, uh, Packers seasons yeah, to hopefully. break down injuries and give our BS takes on the Packers. Scott, how are you doing? I'm well, thank you. Yeah, hopefully this season we can be a bit more regular. Um, hopefully we, we won't have a lot of injuries to talk about, but it is the NFL, so um, I'm sure that's going to happen. But uh, no, I'm excited for the season. Uh, I'm always a uh, glasses half full, Homer kind of guy, so um, I think I'm excited. I think we tend that way, but uh, it's you know, getting so far and then having some really disappointing playoff losses over the past three years has kind of stunk. So soul crushing, some yeah. people may say. Yeah. Yeah. I was at the San Francisco game. It so, was not. Yeah, so uh, was I. Yeah. Brutal. It was, it was bad. <laughs> it was a perfect night, right? Saturday night, the snow's coming down. They go right down the field and score. And you're like, all right, here we go. And, uh, obviously the special teams miscues not to relive it, but, uh, yeah, that was uh, crushing. I mean, the, the all game, I was like so positive, but yeah. I kind of had it in the back of my mind. I'm like, it should be one of those games where we're up 20, and we're not, and I can just see it happening, and sure enough. Yeah, to me, a big play in that whole game, too, was like when, and not it's anyone play wins or loses a game, but they were driving again, and then Mercedes Lewis had that fumble, and it was like mm-hmm. we never – recaptured the mojo on offense like we went right down on them and uh right down the field and uh we just never after that fumble it just seems like we could never recapture it for whatever reason rogers missed his mid-season ayahuasca retreat yeah that he, right that he needed right. To, right. to keep in the right headspace right um all right so i think the way we should start is we should just uh we'll cover you know so there's not there's nothing too big no one's lost for the season at this point all the the major players are um you know they mostly ready to go no yeah, i yeah. mean so right so they don't play any of their starters basically i think since the jordy nelson injury mm-hmm. other than a few offensive linemen or maybe some of the rookies i mean most of the starters if they're a veteran they don't play so they are um relatively healthy um Bakhtiari's back. Obviously, that's yeah. probably the big one. Uh, with that would probably be the most interesting one to watch right out of the gate, just because he kind of made that push late last season to come back and didn't really. It blew up on him. Yeah, yeah which I don't. It, I I don't know the details of it. You can't. I wonder. They keep talking about scar tissue. I wonder if he's just somebody that just would scar down harder than somebody else. I mean, some of that stuff's just as how we're is how we're made. Um, so that if, I wonder if he just kept scarring down or, and why his knee would swell like that. No, and they said he only moved about, I think 10 for f- or 15% of his meniscus. So the other thing you think of when you get somebody's knee who just keeps swelling, is there just some, you know, degenerative changes going on in there that gets stirred up and the knee swells and they got to drain it. And, um, I don't know, that would be, that's something that maybe once he's all done playing, he can share a little bit more or what exactly happened to him and why the the length of the rehab for his uh, ACL um yeah the um you know do you have any you know you've been a PT for a long time do, do you see any kind of explanation as to why 
some people just have a harder time. I, I mean, I, it's a completely different thing, but you think about knee replacements and like the wide array of reactions where some people come out of knee replacement surgeries and they're bending their knee and they're just like, nothing happened. And then other people are through the roof, just bending a little bit. So. Right. Yeah. Uh, great question. I don't, you, exactly as you described, I don't know of any reason for it. You can have the same surgeon, um, you know, doing this the same surgery on two different people and their response to it is completely different. You can even have the same surgeon doing, you know, one year they did their right knee and then two years later they have their left knee done by the same guy and it's just different. So um, it's just how we're made ultimately. And things like, you know, a tendency to scar down or develop scar tissue or how that's some of that stuff is, is just genetic. Um, you know, like African-American individuals more apt to develop a keloid scar and more apt to develop um, and, and get a little tighter. And that's just purely genetics. Mm-hmm. So some of that plays a role. And then um, obviously, um, you know, what's going on in that individual joint might be different, even if it's the same person and that could impact it as well. Sure. Um, and then, uh, you know, I, I the big thing over the offseason is the receivers and as far as um you know as far as the um you know the receiving depth chart looks like christian watson um is a little bit banged up he's been working through stuff pretty much since he got into uh mini camp with the rookies yeah it sounds like he i would suspect he probably had a little torn meniscus and they decided to clean it up and let him kind of sit out the pre the training camp in preseason and have him for the season then then not do anything and then have it midway through the season be an issue for him and then you've lost him for the rest of the year yeah so i think that's the route they went with that it sounds like yeah and and i know everybody's excited to see him but you know it'd be nice to see too just uh you know maybe even if he sits out week one just as a preventative thing to make sure that uh he's ready to go the rest of the season right. and they don't kind of rush things right let him heal and mm. al- although we're a little bit low on receiving depth i mean you've still got you know th- right now three healthy receivers and watkins cobb and uh rogers rogers yep. and uh, and dobbs who's yep. been a standout and then i think the one that everybody's really worried about because he was kind of wide receiver one going into training camp was Alan Lazard, who um, looks like he had a little bit of an issue at Monday's practice. And yeah, they so aren't. Sure. Yeah, they aren't saying too much about what his issue was. So I don't know if it's his knee or maybe he strained a hamstring or who who knows. But um, yeah, hopefully he's there. I I I mean I love Devonte Adams. I I think they're gonna you know miss him. Obviously, he's probably the you know top two or three wide receiver in the NFL so you don't have somebody like that come off your team and not have it impact you but I always keep saying they were 7-0 and in games under Matt LaFleur where Devontae doesn't play um, I think it's going to make it in some respects more challenging potentially on a defense because who are you going to double to take away I mean maybe that'll come as we play and you see who Rodgers is going to go to maybe it's Lazard just because he's got that uh, um, rapport with Rodgers, I can't see it being Cobb. He's, no, he's too, old. too old. Yeah, and then um, and then the, obviously the newer guys, maybe Sammy Watkins. But initially, I don't know who they're gonna try to double to take away. And Rodgers is smart enough, right, that he's gonna know where the weakness of the defense is and go to exploit it. So um, I think they'll miss Devontae, but I don't think it's the end of the world and the sky isn't falling. No, and I mean. Like it was like if what if 
how many dollars a year, yeah. you know, to a 30 year old wide receiver yeah. for a long term yeah. deal. Yeah. So, yeah. And Ron, Ron Wolf, right, is famous for saying it's better to cut a guy or let a guy go one year too early than one year too late. Yeah. So, not that he's, I don't see any uh, reason that Devontae wouldn't perform well. And the other thing, too, just with him leaving is it matters who's throwing you the ball. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's been some tongue-in-cheek stuff back between him and Rodgers and David, you know, over the course of the offseason. But ask Greg Jennings, you know, what it's like when you don't have a Hall of Famer throwing you the, bo- the ball or Javon Walker. That's way back for some of the older people. When Brett Farr wasn't, you know, they, mm-hmm. the, the grass isn't always greener on the other side, even though you're being paid a lot of money. But um, for me, the interesting thing with that was for him was – he basically went from being a surefire Hall of Famer, I think, if he stays and plays with Rodgers a few more years, to now maybe. You, you don't think he's already cemented his status? I mean, no Super Bowl. That's right. Um, but, I mean, he was prolific. And yeah, I think he's, what, he's got the uh, Green Bay record for, yeah. for receiving yards, right? Yeah. Yeah. I mean, I think he, there's a good chance he'll go in regardless, but um, – I think if he plays three more seasons with Rodgers and puts up another three years like he did, he's a surefire Hall of Famer. Yeah. And now I think you go, and that's forever, right? That's yep. the legacy that's forever, but maybe it's not important to him. Yeah. I mean, if I, I guess I was in his position too, I mean, I'm looking at how much money yeah. he's offered, and it's hard yeah. to, you know, that's life changing, yeah. even though it maybe you don't, it doesn't come with the, you know, recognition. Um, that's, that's, that's a lot yeah. of cash. Um, and the other, I think, interesting thing with that is um, pretty much since the get-go of the kind of Gutekunst lafleur regime in, in Green Bay is that I think, at least it seems to me, that the receiving position, although important, is not something that they've placed a high priority on. And I think some of that is a little bit of being smart where you know, maybe they're forecasting, like, look how many big deals to receivers and second-tier receivers um, this season throughout the NFL, and maybe they're just kind of going against the grain a little bit and saying maybe there's some value in not putting so much of our cap into that receiving position. So Yeah, that's a – yeah, I, I and it matters who's throwing them the ball like we just talked about, right? Maybe you think Rodgers is good enough that they don't need to get the separation that if you have a less uh, accurate quarterback – that your receiver would, would be required to get to get him open to get the ball completed. And Rodgers just uh, – he just can throw it where only the wide receiver is going to catch it, so they maybe don't need quite that separation. So that's a that's certainly a possibility. Yep. And then you think about the – kind of the strategy and like that Kyle Shanahan-esque run offense that Lafleur has always, you know, tried to really push – um, right, you know, to Aaron Rodgers sometimes, and so exactly, yeah. and that's where I think they having not having Devonte here, they're going to run the ball more, play action pass. I love that they're getting Tunyon back. I think that's a huge, as important as perhaps Bakhtiari, okay. of getting him back because that will be open down the seam if you're running the ball effectively. So, um, I was kind of hoping they would have gotten Mason Crosby in the Devonte Adams trade just because, I I think. For the system we want to run, we're a tight end, a very skilled tight end short of where we should be potentially. I just don't yeah. think we have that other explosive guy other than Tanyan. Um, you know, no one who's going to really 
catch right. the ball in those two or tight end receiver sets that they're going to run out. So, yeah. right. Um, all right. So I think from here, let's uh, let's do some. Oh, I the one we should talk about because I don't know if he's on the active roster yet. I think he is. Well, no, he's got to be. Um, but Mason, they currently have two kickers on the roster. Um, because Mason Crosby is a little bit banged up. Yeah, he had his knee scoped as well, right? Yeah. I think is what he had done. But I um, think they were planning on having him kick. Uh, oh, nope. He Well, currently he's the only kicker on the roster. So Yeah, they, they, they signed the they, one guy back to the practice squad. Okay. Is what the, the uh, Hamid, I so, think. So if he made it, so technically, what, they can call him up day of if they need him? I think so. Yeah. Obviously keep Crosby on the roster. But it'll be interesting, you know, Crosby – the other guy apparently had a great camp. Now that's not nearly as much pressure as, you know, regular season. Crosby didn't have a great year last year, um, so that'll be something to monitor too. If yeah, I think that's why they let the punter go. Right, is that there was holding issues. I mean, because he had made, you know, it's crazy, right? I guess it's like I, I'm not a very good golfer, but every once in a while you're just in a rhythm with your golf swing, and then the next morning you wake out and you're out of rhythm with it. So I don't know if that's what happened because he had made up until that Cincinnati game, he had made like 30 oh. or 20 some field goals in a row, upper 20s, low 30s field goals in a row. And then all of a sudden he starts missing them left and right at Cincinnati. And then for the rest of the season, it was just this like crapshoot. Like what happened? I mean, he's had dips like that in his career before. It's not the yep. first time that he's had like a season long, just like 2013 terrible. or 2014 or something like that. He just couldn't and green Bay stuck with him. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't know. So hopefully, it sounds like him and the punter, the new punter, they seem to have a good rapport, and um, so we'll see. When we were at, when my wife and I went to St. Norbert College, uh, Age used to work at a uh, shop go uh, in De Pere. Yeah. And uh, Mason Crosby's wife used to come in, and it was oh. during that bad season. And they thought, like, she thought she was taught, she had a friend there or something like that that was, like, another cashier or something. Yeah. And, um was talking to her like, I, I think we're going to have to move because I think he's going to get cut. Yeah. So they, they, they legitimately thought yeah. <laughs> he was on his way out. So now he's the, what, he's the all-time uh, leading scorer in Packer history. Yep. So, I mean, it, so that's it's promising that he's older, obviously, but has the record where he could have a, a bounce-back season. Yeah, which yeah. Definitely need. Yeah, for sure. All right. So... Um, Let's get to some season predictions. So do you have at least a win-loss record that you're kind of thinking? Of? Or let's do over-under wins. If, oh. I, if I gave you 11 wins, would you go over? Over. Over? Yeah, in a second. Yep, I'd take that bet. All right. And then as far as uh, are they winning in the division then? Yes. At, at, at that rate? Yes. So the only <laughs> – Stat I think that I found that has me a little bit wary is that the Packers this year have the worst schedule in terms of playing teams coming off buys, oh. and they have the worst travel schedule. Like, is that because they're going to London? I don't. It, I think that has part of it, but I think a lot of teams they, right, are going over I, there. But I think it, it's also like going. You know, yeah. central to sure. west coast, that kind of stuff, and then you know, coming back from like a off week or uh, coming back from a travel week to like a team coming off a bye. Yeah, and that's like one of the it's the 
they're the worst in the NFL in terms of that. And so even though maybe the the play doesn't fall off, I could see us dropping to 10 or 11 wins and potentially still winning the division. Um, I mean, all of the national, it seems like all the national writers are predicting that the Vikings are going to have this great season, but I just don't, I'll, I'll, you know, I'll believe it when I see it. Yeah. Kind of thing. Yeah. New coach, new, uh, yeah. I mean, Green Bay did that. Oops, sorry. Uh, Green Bay did that, you know, when LaFleur came on, they had a good season in his first season, obviously, but, um, yeah, he had Rodgers, and I just don't think Kirk Cousins is as good. And our, we didn't talk about it yet, but our defense should be better. I'm excited. You really didn't get a glimpse of it in the preseason because, again, none of those guys play. But I look forward. I think we're much more athletic and faster. And to have Jair Alexander there the whole year, Roel Douglas, I, I mean, I think our defense is going to be better. I think we're going to run the ball. I think we're going to run play-action pass, and Rodgers is smart enough to – know where to go with the ball in those situations so i'm a homer do we do we i said earlier that yeah yeah, yeah yeah i'm a big homer yeah, though like so. the Packers. Right. Yeah. <laughs> um, so the rest of the division how does it shake out you got vikings i think are second i think i think the lions will be a little bit better and the bears um at the bears with the new coaching staff and not a ton of talent you know, I, I think the Lions and the Bears will fight for last place. I don't think it's close. I think the Bears are easily the least talented team. <laughs> Say what you will about the Lions and, like, this, like, perpetual, I, just absolute I, I, garbage. I, I like their coach. I do like their coach a lot. Like, he's a guy, like, if I was a football player, NFL caliber football player, that's a guy I can see going and wanting to play for. Um, also... They're spending. They have the most money spent towards their offense in the NFL. Really? Yep. Who who's on their offense that they're? It's a lot of it is because Goff's Goff. got such an inflated contract yeah. for Holy what he shnikes. is. But I mean, yeah, still th- they still have some t- like they still have some players there. Um, I think the talent's enough where they're going to win. Like I could see them winning six to eight yeah, games. Yeah, I agree. Um, whereas the Bears, I just don't see him getting over six wins. I just don't. Aaron's going to be disappointed. I mean, he owns them. He, so he's he going to be disappointed them. that yeah, they're not. Not worth, worth <laughs> as much. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, uh, yeah, I, I probably see the Vikings um, taking second as well, yeah. obviously. Home, I was watching the NFL pick. Network last night, and uh, the, the one person was very high on them to win the division. And um, just uh, I think she – thinks that the loss of Devontae Adams was too much for the Packers to overcome, but um, I don't see that. I The way I see it is for the Vikings, week one is if you're going to win the division, you've got to win week one at home against the Packers. You just do. And yeah. if – on the other hand, if the if the Packers lose week one, I don't think it's the end of the world. No. They, but I think if the Vikings get off to that bad start and they you know lose the Packers, I just don't think – yeah, remember the remember the egg they laid the Packers laid last year at at uh, at New Orleans. Orleans. I mean, they got smoked. It was embarrassing. And then, Brent, I, I wouldn't be surprised if yeah. we lost Week One. Yeah, me either. Just uh, no preseason, you know, right. action. And Rodgers obviously doesn't think it's important, but 
It was bad last year. It looked yeah, terrible. Yeah, they got smoked. I mean, it was like overreaction, like, oh, my gosh, what happened? We couldn't just, tackle. Yeah. Not, couldn't, yeah, no, I, I wouldn't be shocked either, especially on the road again. They're on the road again, so you don't have a, a, you're, you're fighting the crowd too. So, yeah, um, but, no, I think Green Bay will. I mean, I can see them. Tampa Bay would be a game that I could see them getting beat. Uh, at Buffalo, I can see them getting beat. Um, maybe at Philadelphia. Um, but I think they'll win a couple of those. Um, Los Angeles is at home. I think they'll be able to su- survive uh, Aaron Aaron Donald swinging helmets. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Did you see those awesome yeah. photoshops of them photoshopping him into Game of Thrones? <laughs> no, I haven't. <laughs> no. Almost as good as the smoking Jay Cutler yeah. always. Uh, yeah, I'm sure. Yeah. Uh, uh, so... And then the Super Bowl, who do you who do you like? What are your thoughts on the Super Bowl? I mean, I would love to put the Packers in the Super Bowl, as always, but uh based on the playoffs the last two seasons. Playoffs. Yeah. I have a hard time seeing that. Um I think everybody's a little bit too high on the Bills right now, but I could mm-hmm. see more of like Kansas City again and you know, the NFC is so wide open that I don't necessarily have a good, um, you know, I saw some people with like Eagles in the Super Bowl, but I just don't, I I don't see that at all. Who's that Jalen Hurts? Jalen Hurts. Yeah. I mean, they they have a lot of kind of like blue chippers on their team in terms of like really skilled, but I don't see their quarterback being able to kind of finish off the, get get them that far. I just don't see it. So I mean, that's a new coach too, right? They have a new coach there, uh, right? Doug Peterson, or is no, that last year? Yeah, last year they had it all runs together. Doug Pe- Doug Peterson's Since in Jacksonville, uh, Jacksonville yeah, yeah, which I think they'll be better. Yeah, I think Miami will be better too. I could see Miami winning the the was it the bear, yeah, East? East? Yeah, that's kind of a weak division. Um, yeah, I mean, it, L.A. is kind of primed to make another run in terms of their roster. Uh, I think the Bucks, if they can get healthy, but they're just so banged up. Their I offensive just, line is their – that's the big thing for the Bucks. Yeah. And no Gronk either. I don't – I mean, I – I don't see I think, that one either. I don't know if they're going to win their division. I think Brady's going to regret coming back. <laughs> I probably – I mean, would you be surprised if um, if he, like, retires midway? Midway. Oh, that would be disappointing just as a teammate of his to have him just – step away yeah that i don't think he would do that he's got too much i think character you know fortitude to to see it through once he started but um i mean i could see the saints that the 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 saints are going to be talented and if what's if jameson uh winston comes back i mean same thing he is so like boom or bust every time and it's been more bust at this point but you know they said he got lasik surgery and now he can see down the field so who knows um, that if this conversation is of any importance, I mean, it could see, of course it's of importance. It, well, it's a podcast, but that's, that's where you see green Bay potentially making it right. Like it's a wide open field. Green Bay has been the most steady to this point. Uh, the most established coaching staff quarterback, they've got the great defense. They've got the best regular season quarterback ever playing the most important position. Mm-hmm. Um, so I that's that, so again I'm a total homer. I, I mine is Buffalo at 
versus the Packers. And, of course, I'm going to say Green Bay is going to win. That's my Super Bowl prediction. The other team that I look forward to seeing how they're going to play is the uh, Chargers. Uh, it's like every every and year. With with, uh, with Justin Herbert, yeah. right? And uh, I kind of like him. I'm a kind of a closet Chargers fan. That's one of my teams that I like from the AFC. So I wouldn't mind seeing them. I mean, the AFC is going to be a, that, the, a – What is that, the AFC West? Yeah, oh, yeah just an absolute – just a meat grinder. Yeah. Um, Cause you got Denver's got uh, Russell Wilson. Now, obviously the chargers are solid, the chiefs, and then you got the Raiders. I mean, that's a brutal, that, that division. And then the AFC North, right. Is that? Yeah. That's Steelers, Pittsburgh, Steelers, Penguins, yeah. Baltimore. Yeah. Cincinnati. Um, is Tennessee the other team in that or no, 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 no. Uh, no, uh, that would be Bengals, Browns, oh, Cleveland. Baltimore, yep, uh, Cleveland. Pittsburgh. That's what I missed, yeah. The the funny thing about Pittsburgh with um, Mitchell, uh, yeah, Trubisky getting uh, <laughs> getting named the starter, they were talking about, because they gave up those like three, like a huge trade package to get up to, to the get Bears. Trubisky, yeah, the Bears. Yeah. And someone was, and, and I, I kind of hate when people do this where it's like, well, if they would have kept all those picks, they could have picked like, you know, Kelsey, Travis Kelsey was still on the board, and um, or not Kelsey, uh, San Francisco tight end. Oh, um, the one that works out with Tanyan. Yeah. Um, you know, he was available, and this other awesome defensive guy was still available. But I'm like, your scouting department is—it's not for sure that they would have been able to take those guys or would have taken those guys right. with those picks. But that being said, like, oh. it was a lot. It was a big trade package. To then five years later see him starting for another franchise. Yeah, George Kittle <laughs> and is the, the yeah George Kittle. Yeah, uh, but the, you you can but the other I mean those guys were I mean George Kittle I'm just looking he was picked in the fifth round I mean yeah. they could have picked him in the second so you can always go back and what if yep. but like Patrick Mahomes was there yeah creepy, the, yeah. Cre- creepy Deshaun Watson would have been there <laughs> yep. I mean like you 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 didn't have to trade out and you and you traded all those picks away to move up one spot like yep. like and the, and there's no way that I think they traded with the 49ers there's no way the 49ers were going to take a quarterback anyway because uh they were set with Jimmy right and and we'll see if it works out with Trey Lance yeah um because they did the same thing, and it, it it could be the same situation for them with them trading all those picks. Yeah. Um, and I was listening to Ryan Rossillo and um, who was the Baltimore quarterback in 2000 that won this their Super Bowl? Oh, Joe Flacco. Not right? Joe. No, no, oh, the one oh, before that. He played Dilfer. for Tampa Bay. Yeah, Trent Dilfer. Yeah. Um, and Trent Dilfer was does the uh, now he does the like Elite Eleven with ESPN and everything with those that quarterback camps, and he said that. He's like, it's it's the only position in football where you can have a quarterback grade out with a first round grade, or be speculated to be taken in the first round, and go back to college and the next year be a fifth round pick. Yeah. And he said, you've got to. Ha- if he was drafting quarterback, he's like, not saying that I would be a hundred percent, but he said I would really only take those big swings on guys. If they had played a lot of football, he's like, you look at Aaron Rodgers. He was QB one at Juco at UCLA. He played a lot of football. Peyton Manning played four years at Tennessee. He played a lot of football. All right. I've seen that track record. That guy, I know that guy can run a room. He's got the respect of the room Yeah, and he's made his mistakes. And he said, you know, 
he would love to see a lot of these guys, and he think he was saying that he thought Pittsburgh made the right decision at least to, um, you know, start Trubisky over yeah. Kenny Pickett, Kenny Pickett to, to just give him time to yeah. to see mistakes that other NFL quarterbacks are making, so that he doesn't have to do the same thing when he gets in there. Right. So that uh, so look at Rogers, right? Rogers and Alex Smith. Yep. I mean, that was right. Who was going to be picked first, right? That was the big debate in that draft. And then Rodgers just obviously fell to the Packers. But, like, I think if Aaron Rodgers, with the way he looked, his, and we can talk about this too, his first two seasons, mm-hmm. if he had been thrown to the Wolves in San Francisco and you're the first pick and we're going to put you out there, yep. I don't think he's a Hall of Fame quarterback. I think he's out of the league. <laughs> I think he's – so for him, he was fortunate to be able to come to Green Bay. Favre was here yet, obviously. Um, and sit for three seasons and learn how to be a quarterback. And that's why, you know, I, I think Jordan Love looked a ton better this um, preseason than he has the previous two. I mean, the, the first one, he didn't even have a preseason. Yep. Last, he looked certainly much better than last preseason because it just it let him learn and, and, and sit for two years or three years and learn the game a little bit. And yep. so, um, and humbly, I've, I've had this discussion with people even though he, he's only started one game and, and whatever, I, I think that might be Brian Gunquist's best first-round draft selection because it lit a fire under Rodgers, and since they picked him, <laughs> he's won back-to-back MVPs. Yeah. So, um, so, yeah. So Rodgers is under contract for another four years? I think three, I thought, counting this season and two more, okay. I thought. Um, and so, I mean, how do you see this playing out? Well, this might. Are we going to hot takes? Because this is going to be my hot take. Might as well. Oh, all right. So my hot take for the 2022 season is that. Have I mentioned I'm a homer? Yeah. 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 Uh, So my hot take is that the Green Bay Packers are going to win the Super Bowl. Aaron Rodgers is going to go out on top and retire. And then uh, we start the Jordan Love era in Green Bay for the next decade. That is a hot take. That is a hot take. <laughs> that is, a really I don't know what the salary cap situation would be. It would be horrific, I think, if Rodgers retired. But um, yeah, but you, I mean, Jordan Love. It, did they? They don't have to. This is his he's third got a, year. Yep. So he'll have four years plus, plus a an option. Round option. Yeah. Fifth year option. Yeah. Exactly. So I mean, I mean, technically, the way if you could look at it, if he retired, was like the cap hit. You're paying Love. That amount yeah. that you are already allotting to your quarterbacks, it's yeah. not great, but it, yeah. you, know, you justify it. And, and and again, going back to Rodgers when he was early on in his career, like I think people always just think of, oh, this is what Aaron Rodgers always looked like. His first year as a starter, they were five and eleven. Yeah, yep. It, but he looked, he showed the flashes, right? Right? But right, exactly. But you thought you have something there, and so again, I thought more this year. You saw a little bit more of that of Jordan Love. Again, I'm not saying he's going to be a Hall of Famer or anything like that, but you looked at at least a guy that, like, you know what, this guy can play in the NFL. Yep. And if you think about all the first-round draft picks that have washed out without ever looking like they belong in the NFL, to your point, um, at least you feel like you've got something there. And if nothing else, maybe you can trade him after this season and pick yep. something up for him just with the way he looked in the preseason. Yeah. Um, I, I, I would love to, you know – see Aaron Rodgers do a Tom Brady type thing where he's playing for, you know, we unknowingly have him for the next like seven years. I don't think that's, <laughs> I don't think he's got the desire to do that. Yeah. Who knows? Um, you know, Tom Brady thought he wasn't going to have the desire a couple times and 
Yeah, <laughs> came back from family life yeah. looking like he had gotten beaten up or something. Well, like, then he took that what ten, twelve days off, and everybody's yeah. speculating about what that was about. And I've heard everything that he was on the Mass Singer to all sorts of different stuff. It's yeah. crazy. I mean, I think the biggest one is that everybody thinks he's getting a divorce. divorce. Yeah. yeah, which would be a bummer, I guess, for him. But right. Um. Yeah. All right. So. Um, do you have a okay. hot take? Well, I was going to ask it. We talk about injuries, obviously, at the beginning of the podcast. Rodgers is like, he's been pretty pretty healthy his entire career. But we're kind of on, like, he seems to get hurt for a couple of weeks every four four years, right? Like, it was the collarbone the one year. At Minnesota. Um, at Minnesota. You know, he had the calf the year they uh, got beat uh, in the championship game by Seattle. He was dealing with that calf injury that occurred at Tampa Bay. Yeah, and so, you know, I can't see, you know, it's hard. You can't predict injuries, and you obviously don't want anybody to get injured. But, you know, I could see a world where, you know, what if Rodgers, you know, gets gets hurt weeks one through four, and then love comes in and tears it up, is it? And then we're having, like, the big debate of. <laughs> well, the good, I mean. If that were to happen, the good thing is you still have love under contract for two more years and you're not having to really spend, you know, $50 million a year to, uh, to keep him. Um, and then, boy, I, I just, even if Rodgers came back, I think you can't. The guy's arguably, again, in my view, the greatest regular season quarterback ever. I can't see you not putting him back in the starting lineup. Yeah. I, I I don't think that I think they would go right back yeah, to Rogers. Yeah, you can't. Yeah, you don't lose your job because of injury. Yeah. Regard, you know, that's typically something they say, and especially if you're arguably again one of the best players ever at that position. I mean, Love would have to come in, throw like four touchdowns a game, have a perfect right. passer yeah. rating, and and throw for like 400 yards a game, and just and, be ridiculous. Yeah, and I don't think he's there yet. Not that he no. can't get there, but I don't think he's there yet. But that would be an interesting dynamic. I mean, that's kind of what happened, right? With with Rodgers' third year, Favre got hurt in that Dallas game. Yep. Rodgers came in, rallied him. But the, the th he broke his foot in that game, and I remember thinking, like, because his first two seasons he didn't look very good. He would run around like a chicken with his head chopped off and then throw the ball out of bounds in the preseason games. You're like, oh, my goodness. So he finally looks good in a regular season game, and then he gets hurt, and I'm like, oh, this guy's fragile. He can't stay healthy. Like, I mean – I'll, I'll be a hundred full disclosure, hundred percent honest. I thought, oh, th here's a bust of a draft pick. Why do we even draft this guy? You well, know, that's what so, everybody said about love. Too. Right. So that's where just give him a chance, let him learn the system. It would be not that it would be good for the Packers because that means Roger would have gone out, but it would be nice to see him to get actual in-season game reps where they yeah. got stuff called for him a little bit. Right. Um, I guess we saw it a little bit against Kansas City last year. Right? Yeah, I was. At, I went to that game and I didn't. I thought they should have run the ball more, and, yeah. and they were running the ball. They were averaging, I think, almost four or five yards a carry in that game. I would have ran the ball more, run play-action pass, take the pressure off of him. Yeah. Uh, obviously, I'm not Matt LeFleur, or I think he knows a lot more about football uh, than I do, but that, that, for me, would have been a better game plan for him um, than what they did, than just have him drop back because Kansas City had a pretty good rush and we're getting after them. So it's a loud place, very hostile. Um, but um, I, think he's, I think he's made good gains. So if at worst you'll have some trade value there, somebody will want to trade for him. Yep. 
And I think if I had to have a hot take, and not that it would be that hot of a take, but I would say that we have a top five defense this year. Yeah. Um, you know, and, and if we've got a top five defense, that's where I could definitely see us, you know, making a lot of strides yeah. going to the Super Bowl, yeah. winning 13 games again, something like that. Yeah. Um, so who's your uh, – so we should go through uh, MVPs here too. Okay. So uh, – Defensive MVP for the Green Bay Packers. Um, let me let me look here. I think it's between Gary, right? Does he have a ten seasons here? We can do some more over and under. Gary, like eleven sacks, over or under? Under. Under? Oh, see, I think he's gonna be over. Over. Yeah. Okay. Um, yeah, no, if, if he's over, he's, he's the MVP probably. Um, yeah, I mean the – It's hard to do interceptions with Jair because I don't think teams throw at him. He just kind of locks it down. I, I think Gary would be – Gary and Alexander are going to be the two, like, favorites. I could see, like, a Devondre Campbell. Yeah, that's – yeah. You know, getting uh, – you know, yeah. being the most important cog – and it's going to be interesting with him, right? He had kind of a breakout season last right. year. Can since he repeat Atlanta. it? Can he do it again? Yeah, I agree. Um, but I think we're more short up with the linebacking position, depending on the, the rookies. Hopefully yeah. they're not thrust into to big roles. Um, I think, you know, on the offense, if we're not talking about a QB, I could see it being someone like Dobbs. Wow. Where he's had such a good training camp and um, – just the way that Rodgers has kind of talked about him in terms of the he was talking about like he set really high expectations at camp yeah. and so to me that kind of language and just the fact that I don't think Cobb is going to play 18 games or 17 no. games um and just how I don't even think like Sammy Watkins is going to play you think he'll get hurt I think he just hasn't been consistent and he's yeah. older and Lazard already has injury concerns so I could see like Dobbs having this breakout season and I don't know have you listened have you listened to any interviews about him or mm -hmm. with him he is like the most even keel yeah. humble guy yeah very and, team orientated yeah, yeah, yeah so exactly that I could see like yeah Rogers just absolutely loving and maybe he has a slow start in just the weeks you know week four through 18 just absolutely tearing it up yeah um, if I, yeah if i had to pick a i mean i i would put a i mean i don't know which one it would be but i would say non dylan or or jones i think dylan yeah. kind of breaks out a little bit not that he didn't break out last year but i could see him rushing more for more yards than jones because i think sometimes they're going to kind of use jones as a little bit of a wide receiver because he catches the ball so well but so does dylan but um, I hope we see a lot of like two back, those both in the backfield. I think that's going to put some pressure on defenses. Now, um, I had seen some like, well, who's going to who's going to fill in for? Um, um, I already forgot his name, Adams. Oh, um, and and people are putting in like, well, the running backs are going to take it. Do you think they'll line up um, uh, Jones in, at like a slot position kind of receiver, or do you think they're just going to run backfield sets? get them the ball that way but both i could see not i mean some plays he's going to go or they motion him out of the backfield yeah. you know that kind of stuff i could see yeah. them doing to to and again i just that's where you've got rogers he's just going to exploit those matchups yep. wherever the weakness is 
I mean, that's why he's always, it, it drives me crazy as a fan because he's always snapping the ball with whatever. And then we're burning timeouts that I always feel like we're going to need later, especially in the second half. But he does that just because he, he's making the defense show their hand and he can process it so quickly that he knows immediately here's where I got to go with the ball. Um, what do you think about Bob Tanyan, like over under 15 touchdowns? Because we had 20 oh, touchdowns that one season. He didn't have 20 touchdowns. Before he got hurt? I would say, I, I think if, I would put his over under number at 10. What do you think? I would say over. Uh, would if be, he's healthy. Uh, yeah, right. Yep, yep. I, that would be awesome if that happens. Um, <laughs> um, he had... Oh, sorry. No, I wasn't even close. He had 11 touchdowns. Oh, that's, so, yeah, so I'll stay with okay. my 10 number. 10. So I would say. Oh, he may be over because he's not going to have Devonta. He's going to, there will be less. I'll say over. I'm going to say over 10 touchdowns for Robert Tunyon. I, I want to be optimistic, too. The only thing I can see is, like, you're in, you're in, you're in red zone coverage, and they know he's the only option, whereas, like, Adams was always. Um. And it, it, watching Adams in those like uh, red zone oh. situations was so fun in terms yeah. of the way he was able to make guys miss like at the line yeah. of scrimmage and yeah. just. Um, I agree. Yeah, we'll so. yeah we'll miss him, yeah. but I think again I think that Lafleur I love him. I think he's going to scheme guys open. He's you know, um, so I think we're going to be we're going to be okay. All right. Okay, uh, I think we should wrap it up and um we'll scott and i are working hard on on schedule and <laughs> we'll hope to be back with you yeah uh week two or week three to break down uh i'm sure there's going to be uh with all the starters finally getting snaps some more injuries that are going to be unfortunate and uh they'll have to work around there always is yep. so all right, well, have a good NFL season. Enjoy the Packers playing the Vikings uh, this coming Sunday. Go and, Pack, go. Yep, and as always, we're sponsored by Freedom Physical Therapy Services, trying to help you enjoy more freedom. Uh, have a great weekend. This podcast is brought to you by Freedom Physical Therapy Services. Providing one-on-one comprehensive physical and occupational therapy services, including women's health, chronic pain treatment, TMJ, and more. With four locations in Fox Point, Grafton, Brookfield, and McGuanago, Wisconsin. More information at freedompt.com.